So there. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. Why do you keep saying let us know your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts to me is a nice lead-in for So There. So There. Welcome to episode 15 of So So There. There. I'm Tom Karamitis with the Leo Burnett Company. I'm Gary Doyle of the Kramer Crassalt. And just as a reminder, this is a podcast about inexplicable human behavior, marketing, and anything else that comes to mind. One thing that might be coming to mind is people noticing the wider and wider gaps between episodes. As Tom Karamides and Gary Doyle flail helplessly <laughs> in search of new ideas. I thought I thought it was our gambit to build suspense. <laughs> yes, we can do that. The long, yes. almost painfully uh, that the aching wait. anticipation <laughs> yeah, hey, of the, the ache of anticipation <laughs> of the next pod that America feels. <laughs> I thought that was our gambit. It shall be going forward. <laughs> the truth is we're just running out of material. So as a result, we can always use your suggestions. Ah, uh, yes. At uh, write so there at yahoo.com. When you think high quality email server, <laughs> you think Yahoo. That's why so there is hosted on yahoo.com. So there at yahoo.com. All right, so I'll tackle the first uh, uh, topic uh, tonight, and that's karaoke. So Tom Karamitis and Gary Doyle have spent many a night karaokeing together. Uh, usually in Los Angeles, back when Tom Karamitis he should, used to actually go out uh, when he was in Los Angeles. Now he prefers to stay in his hotel room, order in some room service, watch a little ESPN. But he used to go out, and we would go to uh, uh, our go-to was a place called Karaoke Bleu on Sautel in the Japanese section of Los Angeles. Karaoke Bleu spelled B-L-E-U, so kind of a French spelling in a Japanese neighborhood. Odd. But uh, Tom Karamitis and I used to go to Karaoke Bleu all the time and sing karaoke, and I wanted to lay out a few rules that I think you should observe. If you enjoy karaoke or have thought about karaoke, there are some rules that I would like you to observe. Um, Picked up from our years of of karaoke singing. So a few things uh, to keep in mind. Uh, rule number one, mon- one must karaoke alone. All right, none of this group singing. All right, some people like to get up and sing in groups. Some people like to sing in duets. Tom Karamais and I have occasionally done a duet, um, Ebony and Ivory. I can't remember if you were Ebony or I was Ivory, but... Uh, but the duets, that is the domain of karaoke cowards. True, true. So the bulk of what Tom and I do are solo performances. And I think that, that either a duet or especially, God forbid, a group sing-along or five of you get up there and sing something, I just hit the symbol again, um, is a cop-out. All right, so if you're going to go karaoke and sing alone, rule number two, use what's available to you. So what I mean by this is that karaoke bleu, there was a band set up on, uh, on stage. They had a band set up, a drums, a saxophone, a, a full band set up. 
And Tom Karamitis and I would occasionally take advantage of that. Like, I actually picked up the sax one time and blew the solo to my Sharona. Now, nobody, <laughs> my Sharona doesn't have a sax solo, by the way, but uh, I did. And, and by the way, I don't know what mouths had been on that saxophone, but I still picked it up and played it. Tom Karamitis once, when he was singing Africa by Toto, played the bongo drums, which happened to be on the stage. So use what's available to you. Rule number three, power through. You can't quit. So you may sing a song, and you shortly realize after you've begun it, this is a bad idea. And you can't just walk off the stage. You have to power through. Tom Karamitis, I forget if this was something Tom Karamitis sang or we sang it together, but Love Train is a hard song to sing by the OJs. The one uh, karaoke nightmare in that topic that I remember that I still haven't recovered from was that song by that group, Aha, Take On Me, <laughs> which has the strangest cadence. Take I mean, well, the chorus is easy. Oh. Take on me. But the rest, the, the other verses are... Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You don't know, yeah. And I had yeah. never, I realized at that moment I had never really actually paid attention to the other verses. All over the place in the register, up and down, oh, yeah. up and down. And, and the other thing about karaoke is, this isn't a rule per se, but when you sing karaoke, you realize often how inane lyrics are because you actually read them off of the teleprompter and then it hits you how inane they are. You haven't, even though you haven't heard them, you've heard them a million times. Anyway, rule number four, sell it, win the crowd, sell it. Tom Karamitis will sit and brood during the long piano interlude during All By Myself. He will sit on the edge of the stage and brood. Gary Doyle, one time when he was singing Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, there's a part in the song where Elton John sings, I'm Rose, who ain't got a planet, <laughs> and I got down on the ground and sniffed for tidbits. The crowd went wild. Yes, you need to make love to all of the drunk patrons with your eyes. That's right. And the final rule for karaoke is don't sing Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Okay, just don't do it. It's a rookie amateur maneuver. Anytime you go to the karaoke place... Someone will sing that song. It's usually a group sing-along, a duet. Three people are going to sing that. It's a big, drunken, awful... Don't sing Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. All right. So those are Gary Doyle's five rules for karaoke. So there. Well, I went, uh, I went for lunch to my to the Arby's that's about a block away from the office last week. And um, while I was there, uh, I gave, I, I was ready with my credit card well, after I'd bought my three beef and cheddars. And I, I guess I put the credit card in the machine too early and I was kind of chastised by the cashier who kind of spoke to me in a bit of a insulting, insulting patronizing tone. She said, honey, no, 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 no. You need to wait. You need to... No, 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 You need to wait till the amount is on the thing, and then you put the card in. So I felt... 
I felt kind of borderline embarrassed, a little humiliated. I, I toyed with the idea of imposing the death sentence on Arby's, but I thought that might be a bit of an overreaction. But it did get me to thinking about there are a lot of really there are a lot of jobs out there I would not want to have, and 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 that was one of them because my guess is the the cashier was probably. Uh, had probably given that same speech to other credit card dimwits like myself. And I started thinking more and more about what would be like the world's worst jobs. So I thought, you know, that was, you know, the, the person who lectures the, the credit card people would be one. I thought, um, you know, being, being a traffic reporter at a radio station where you basically say the same thing every day, that would kind of be another one. Although with the traffic reporter, if you get to go up in the helicopter, that would be fun. So that really probably wouldn't be a boring job. Um, a night watchman, maybe that's a really, really boring job that I wouldn't want to have. But there's always the chance, the middle of the night, there's always a chance that somebody's going to come down from the office and you say hi to somebody or there could be some crime action or something. But when I finally just put my mind to it, I thought probably the worst, the most boring job, I would say, would be, the, would be to be the receptionist at a storage facility. I drive by these storage facilities and really no one ever goes in them. They're the kind of these, these, these empty modular buildings with storage lockers, but you realize during business hours they have to have somebody in there to, to sign up new people or to answer questions. So I could only imagine just sitting there hour after hour, the only sound you hear is the ticking clock on the wall. No one comes in all day long. And that, to me, would be the most boring job. Now, I would say if, if any of you have a more boring job, and seriously a boring job, not a job that's unpleasant and stuff, but just a really, a job that is just devoid of any mental stimulation whatsoever, please write to us at sothere at yahoo.com, and we will discuss it on a future episode. So there. How did you get from Arby's to a receptionist at a storage facility. It took a lot of doing. It was really quite a circuitous route. Well, I I think if we are smart, we wouldn't do this podcast and we would spend our time that we do this opening up a storage facility because I've long thought that is the greatest business. It, people's crap, just, just more and more crap people buy and, and, and uh, you know, you know, acquire and and there's no tenants. There's no, you know, anything. <laughs> Sorry. I'm gesticulating wildly with my points, and I occasionally hit the symbol here at the uh, studio, so they're cabin. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and, and you just sit there, and stuff piles up, and you charge your $80 a month or whatever. It's just fantastic. What, what a business. Wow. Uh, although I, you know... Sometimes you're driving by in your neighborhood and there's a construction site and they're, they're building something and you say, oh, I wonder what's going up there. And then you find out it's a storage facility and your heart sinks a little bit. Because you didn't invest in it? Because that's what I think. I'm like, God, there's one, there's one near where I live in Lake Bluff and I think, why didn't I, why wasn't I part of that? Oh my gosh, just a giant warehouse full of people's crap. But you know what though? But what you're not seeing though is what about the people who stop paying? And then you've got a you know, and they don't respond, and then you have to liquidate their stuff, and it's just people forget they have stuff in there. They move out of state, and they say, you know what? I don't care. Let them get rid of it. I, I, I have a feeling there's a whole underbelly to that business that you haven't really thought of. You just see dollar signs. 
Speaking of Arby's, I uh, I just wanted to make our audience aware of a uh, a Twitter feed. Is it pronounced nihilist or nihilist? Nihilist. If you're a nihilist and you hate humanity or misanthrope, is that nihilist? I've just I've, I've never heard. It you don't pronounced. know that word. I know the word. I I, I haven't heard it pronounced. Okay, I, I think it's nihilist. But nihilist Arby's. Look it up on Twitter. Nihilist Arby's. Here's a few examples of of tweets from nihilist Arby's. They're all like this. Today is as good a day as any to die. Please enjoy Arby's. Here's another one. Today, take comfort in the fact that all your friends suffered from alcohol poisoning right now. We're going to die some do, someday soon anyway. Please continue to enjoy Arby's. This St. Patrick's Day, remember to get drunk and act like an embarrassing dumbass, just like you do on every other day of your life. Enjoy Arby's. <laughs> I just didn't like being humiliated at Arby's. I really felt, you know... I mean, how are you supposed to know? I, I know we've moved beyond this, but uh, this topic. How are you supposed to know? Some some places you go into and it says, please insert credit card now, you know, and, and, and they haven't fid, fi, finished tabulating your total, but it's okay. You can do that. Others, you know, you have to wait till they hit total, then you put your card. How are you supposed to know? Yeah, I don't know. Right. I, I do like those beef and cheddars, though. All right, next I'd like to talk about, um, I don't know if anybody out there has these uh, features on their voicemail. When they leave a voicemail at work or somebody else leaves a voicemail at work, it transcribes it for your email. It shows up in your email as a transcription of of your voicemail. And so uh, we just launched this new feature with our uh, email system. And Tom Karamidas and I like to communicate via voicemail. So Tom Karamidas left me a message. And as the maiden voyage of the transcription system with our new email transcription system, I wanted to read it to you. Here's what Tom Karamidas' message said, according to our our transcription system. Well, (laughs) oh well, let's be a brand new system for Gary Toilet Work. I lost because <laughs> I lost <laughs> oh man because I lost that beloved cherry toilet <laughs> oh jeez I don't know if this is going to work I don't know <laughs> well I'll tell you what I don't know if this is going to work <laughs> what should I do my eye decree while you try to gather yourself <laughs> no let me try All one right. more time well oh well let's be a brand new system for <laughs> Gary toilet work <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm like the person at the eulogy that can't deliver the eulogy that I need to be walked away from the from the podium. <laughs> I love Gary Doyle. Gary Doyle's sick. <laughs> that was a mouth trumpet rendition of Brian's song. All right, I have an eye decree. And this is something that um, has bothered me a long time, and I would think perhaps it bothers Gary Doyle too. I would like to be the first person to suggest that we desexualize the neck massage. All right? 
I'm often sitting at the office and my and my my neck is stiff. You know, you're looking at your computer screen all day. You're in the same basic posture. I would love to just find somebody who's good at giving me- neck massages, come around behind me, man or woman, and give me a neck massage. Because you can't really give yourself a decent neck massage. And I just think there's a whole in this whole thing, there's all this baggage with neck massages. You're giving somebody a neck massage and it's, oh my. It shouldn't be that way, you know? The, the, the thumbs and the fingers are perfect for giving neck massages. And I know, personally, I could use one quite often at work. Do you want me to massage your neck right now? I would. Can you come around here and massage my neck as I discuss this? How do you feel about foot rubs? No, I, the, the, that, that would involve taking off, you know, d- taking off your shoes, right? It would involve removal of some clothing. I think the neck massage... It's something that, you know, that's a simple thing a person can do for another person. But why is it all wrapped up in this kind of flirty, you know, uh, all this flirty baggage that, oh, you know, it's inappropriate. You know, it's something that you just do behind closed doors. I don't agree. All right. I will say right now, I will give a neck massage to anyone who wants one in return for receiving one. So there. Whoa, let me just go on record as saying that So There is fully in support of the Me Too movement. Full, uh, so There is against sexual harassment in all its forms. Just want to put that out there. We're not uh, for inappropriate touching. We're against it. We're against inappropriate touching. So just want to make that very clear right now. I agree, but that's, that's why I, I suggest right off the bat, desexualize it. Boom. It's the equivalent of shaking hands with somebody, all right? It's the equivalent of a hearty hug with a back slap between two men. That's all it is. You want to make, <laughs> since you want to take another crack at reading that transcription. <laughs> I apologize to our listeners. <laughs> I was laughing about this other trade, and they looked at me like I was a lunatic. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh well. Let's be a brand new system for kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tom Carabine is just sitting in the corner of the studio in a folding chair, shaking his head. And as Gary Doyle closes the lid to his laptop, I sense he's <laughs> admitting <failure>. defeat. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, that was a roundabout ride for 20 minutes. And I hope you all enjoyed the latest episode of So There.